Welcome to another episode of Pottscast. Today I want to talk a little bit about self-doubt. I think this is a standard thing. I think all creative processes are blighted by this overwhelming feeling of I'm not good enough or I could do better. When I arrived back in England, I had six months of pretty intensive one-on-one teaching in Vietnam. I th- believed that I'd learned a lot. I knew that I could I could work independently. I knew what to do from clay to pot. I hadn't really much experience about firing, but I knew about I knew everything I needed to know in terms of the basics of um working a wheel. So I thought, yeah, find a space where they'll let me just play find a space that's got a kiln so I don't have to deal with the the, the firing aspect and I'll just see if I can get better so I looked around in Manchester when I got back and the first place my niece Darby big up Darby she found me a wonderful place called the clay studio and I inquired as to whether they had any, any availability and it turns out they had a long waiting list so I then went to another place I'm not going to mention the other place But I went to another place and I said, do you have like a space where people can work independently and maybe, you know, have some storage and some some kiln space? And they said, oh, yeah, we have, but we only for professional potters. And I thought, well, okay, I'm not a professional potter, but how am I ever going to be a professional potter unless I have the chance and the ability to practice and get better this lady looked (laughs) when I said I'd only done sort of six months she looked at me as if I was a poor stupid child and said well we have some people that have been working for years and I'm like oh okay then maybe I'm not that good so I was a little bit low she made me feel like I couldn't do it and maybe I'd bitten off more than I could chew and then one Sunday I got an email from the clay studio saying there's some spots opened up on the membership and first come first serve so I was like panicking trying to get this payment to go through on like midnight on a Sunday and there's all sorts of problems and then but in the end I managed and the payment went through and I got the welcome email and I went in for my induction now I wasn't sure what was going to happen on induction day, I was prepared to show that I could actually throw a pot. Turns out it was just a chat. Now, I wasn't alone in my induction. There was two other ladies there with me. We were sat around the table and the guy in charge, Robert, very nice guy, he looked at the two ladies and said, I kind of know your story. Tell us about your story. And the two ladies talked about the fact they'd been on this course and then they started using language that I didn't understand. And I was thinking, oh, they've been on a course. They clearly know more than I do. And then they're using this language. And while I was listening to their conversation, I was feeling myself getting smaller and smaller and smaller. It wasn't real because, you know, I'm, didn't, I stayed the same size. But in my mind, my ability or my confidence was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And as we walked around the studio, 
Robert was pointing things out and talking about all sorts of different things that I had no idea about. And I was thinking, I don't think I can do this. Maybe I've bitten off more than I can chew. Maybe the, the woman from the other pottery was right. Maybe I'm not meant to do this. Maybe I should take more classes. Maybe I can't do this independently. And it wasn't until we were talking about kilns when he said, we fire to, and he said a temperature. And I'm like, oh, I know Luan talked about temperatures of kilns, but I couldn't remember that. All I could remember were the cones. And I, so I asked him a question about the cones. What cone was that? What cone did they fire to? And as I said that, I noticed the two women who I thought were like so into this and knew everything there was to know. They looked confused and it was the first time that they looked confused. And Robert explained that, oh yes, cones is the firing and um, it was old fashioned, but I knew about cones. So he told me, and for the first time I understood something. And for the first time as well, I thought, ah, maybe they don't know everything. Then I went to coffee with the two ladies because they are lovely, lovely ladies. And I went to coffee just to see whether I had bitten off more than I can chew or whether I, I was worthy. So we had a little conversation and I realised that their course was on sort of coiling and slab work and they hadn't done throwing. So I thought, well, okay, I've done a lot of throwing. So maybe our experiences aren't comparable. They're just different experiences. And maybe we are at the same level because we were at the same level. Essentially, we were starting at the same place. We had all joined the studio at the same time and we were just starting out on this independent journey. So I want to have a quick chat about this, the insecurities. I was talking myself out of starting this process because I didn't think I was good enough. Now, I might not be good enough. I, I, you know, maybe people are looking at me and saying she's not that great. But I know and I deep down I knew back then, but it was very deep. I knew that I could do it. But trying to compare myself with other people took away my confidence. And it was only when I forgot about other people and focused on what I wanted to get out of it that I got my confidence back. Now, I'm not saying that I always have my confidence. I mean, there's one guy at the pottery, I'm not going to mention him, but he intimidates me, not because he's a bloke, <laughs> but he intimidates me because he seems so good. He can sit at the wheel and just knock stuff out. And he, I, I, I deliberately sort of manoeuvred myself. So when I was throwing, I was well away from him and I went off to get all my stuff. And when I came back, he was sat next to me and I'm like, no, don't sit next to me. I can't cope when he was sat next to me. So um, I tried throwing and all I was doing was focusing on what he was doing. And I wasn't focusing on what I was doing. And because I wasn't focusing on what I was doing, I kept messing up. And the whole time I was thinking, he's looking at me, he's looking at me. He wasn't looking at me. He was focused on his own thing. And it was only when I walked away, had a quick chat with one of those ladies that I started with, who happened to be there on one of her sessions, I realised that, you know what? I should just focus on what I'm doing. He's not interested in what I'm doing. He's not even looking. And even if he was looking, who cares? He's at a different stage. He's not on my journey. He's on his own journey. And I had to literally pull myself together 
And as soon as I, I mean, I did change wheel. I did go to the other end because, you know, I'm a human. Um, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to focus on what I'm doing. And as soon as I decided to just focus on me, I know that sounds a bit selfish, but as soon as I decided to just focus on my journey, um, I know journey, that sounds so pretentious. Okay, let's start out again. When I decided to focus on what I was doing rather than what he was doing, everything seemed to slot better into place. So anyone who's trying to do anything creative, you should just focus on what you're doing and don't try and compare yourself to others. I think comparing yourself to others is the is the quickest way to lose all confidence in what you're doing. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, tune into the next episode. Bye.